DiscerningHearts.com presents Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections, with Monsignor John Essif. Monsignor Essif is a priest in the Diocese of Scranton, Pennsylvania. He has served as a retreat director and confessor to St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. He continues to offer direction and retreats for the Sisters of the Missionaries of Charity. Monsignor Essif encountered St. Padre Pio, who would become a spiritual father to him. He has lived in areas around the world, serving in the Pontifical Missions, a Catholic organization established by St. Pope John Paul II to bring the good news to the world, especially to the poor. He continues to serve as a retreat leader and director to bishops, priests, sisters, seminarians, and other religious leaders. Building a Kingdom of Love. Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. Good morning, Monsignor. How's it going? Very well. Very well, thank God. One of the people who came yesterday in the evening that was so wanting, especially the sacrament of reconciliation, in no way, you know, do I reveal it, but her whole life was turned around by a podcast that she had heard. And the grieving that she had done over an abortion. Mm. And when she discovered in one of my presentations that this sin was that she never forgave herself, and that sin was arrogance. It wasn't humility at all. When that was able to be digested by her, the wonderful conversion that took place in her heart and her desire to be healed of that, what I felt was the fruit of what we do. For me, like what you and I do in the morning, every day, there was this little one yesterday, reached a huge conversion in our life because of what she heard. So I, I immediately thought, I would really love, just love to thank you. Give that talk a lot of times to this congregation or that, but someone I don't even know, thousands of miles away, so that this beautiful reaching out, a sharing of, of the gospel with the people of God. So I want to thank you for this opportunity to speak to so many, many, each and every day. Thank you. So often we just think of those who, who we see and touch but it, when somebody else goes to some other priest that I may not know, and they're brought to Jesus. And so today, what's on my mind is that all over the Catholic world, all over, begins the three scrutinies. Every bishop in every diocese, in every place, sends out his priest to conduct a scrutiny. And the scrutinies are those examinations, that serious invitation that the church has of those who are going to come into the church. And I really believe what I would like to encourage in every diocese, that these scrutinies be brought forward for the entire community to hear every year 
this time of Lent is a time when not just those who are going to come into the church are going to be asked by the church to seriously examine their consciences. That's what these scrutinies are. And there are three of them. The first one is to take place today, the third Sunday of Lent. And they are asked to seriously examine their lives so that they who have been under the power of sin and Satan may see through the power of the Holy Spirit and prayer to seriously examine their lives of sin so that you probe your own weaknesses and where you need to be strengthened and to pray that those weaknesses be strengthened by the grace of God and the need for deliverance from sin and from Satan, the church presents the elect, those who are going to be received for the sacraments of baptism and for confirmation and for the Eucharist on Easter. The examination is that we come to want to love and live in Jesus and the life of Jesus in our hearts. We are going to be introduced to an entirely new way of life. And so the reading of the gospel of the Samaritan woman, he is the living water that she is thirsting for. And so the gospel of the Samaritan woman, give me to drink of that water, that living water, that beautiful gospel where Jesus kind of draws this woman out. Go bring your husband to me. No, I have no husband. You're right. The one you're living with is not your husband. You've lived with five. He sees right through her soul. If we want to be a member of Christ and his body, those of us who are living in the sacramental life and those of us who are about to be introduced to the living water, the life of Jesus, the flowing power of the Holy Spirit within us by water and the Holy Spirit are going to be living in Christ. And the scrutinies are meant to examine ourselves. Where are our weaknesses? What is that that is in us that is against the life and the living waters of baptism? The questions of the scrutinies, the prayers that we need to offer to begin to be healed and to be delivered from sin, from Satan. These scrutinies are also exorcisms. These scrutinies as we cast the light into the darknesses of our souls are meant also to deliver us. How seriously and how important each and every scrutiny is. What a magnificent way of seeing the liturgy for each of us serious, deep, 
examination of each of our hearts going deeper and deeper. I may not be a catechumen preparing to be brought into the church, that each priest, each Catholic, every Christian, to examine himself after these Gospels with the creed, God has become human. He has suffered, he has died, and he has risen. He has come into my life. Each one of us, we have been born into this new life. There is no room for sin in our lives, that we are casting our lot in union with Jesus, who is going to be in our hearts in a new way, in a new life. So as we approach Holy Week, as we approach these last Sundays of Lent, we have a deeper and deeper scrutiny of our hearts, our weaknesses, our sinfulnesses, so that we can be delivered and strengthened against our sinfulness and against Satan. The threefold scrutinies are followed by the threefold exorcisms and the deliverance from sin and the deliverance from Satan so that each of us can begin to live a new life in Christ, that we can have a new living waters flowing into us, a new way by which we walk with a new light. I am the light of the world. I am the life of the world. I am the truth. I am Jesus. And I want to come to you this particular Easter for those who are going to be introduced to the sacramental life through baptism, through confirmation, and through Eucharist, that magnificent introduction through the scrutinies. There's an old Arabic proverb that I really feel applies here, not just for those who are the elect, but for all of us who are Catholics, as we introduce and welcome newcomers into the church. Because of the rose, the weeds get watered. That we who are in the church, whether they be the bishop who does the examination and the scrutinies, whether it be the, the priest who does it, every member of the church to listen to these scrutinies as we pray for the elect, we ourselves can examine our sinfulness, our wretchedness, our need for salvation. We ourselves can see our darkness and our need for light. We ourselves can see how we have fallen back again into sin and under the power of Satan and need to be resurrected and renewed through the sacrament of reconciliation. How marvelous and wonderful these scrutinies are 
as reminders of a deliverance from sin and from Satan. We'll return to Building the Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Essen in just a moment. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app where you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Monsignor John Essef, Deacon James Keating, Father Donald Haggerty, Mike Aquilina, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, and so many more. They're all available on the free Discerning Hearts app. Over 3,000 spiritual formation programs and prayers, all available to you with no hidden fees or subscriptions. Did you also know that you can listen to Discerning Hearts programming wherever you download your favorite podcasts, like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, even on Audible, as well as numerous other worldwide podcast streaming platforms. And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has a YouTube channel? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts Catholic Podcasts, dedicated to those on the spiritual journey. Litany of Humility O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being honored, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being praised, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being consulted, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being approved, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of suffering rebukes, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being calumniated. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being forgotten. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being ridiculed. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being wronged. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being suspected. Deliver me, Jesus. That others may be loved more than I. That others may be esteemed more than I that in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease, that others may be chosen and I set aside, that others may be praised and I unnoticed, that others may be preferred to me in everything, that others may become holier than I, provided that I become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. Amen. Discerning Hearts provides content dedicated to those on the spiritual journey. To continue production of these videos, prayers, and more, go to discerninghearts.com and click the donate link found there or inside the free Discerning Hearts app to make your donation. Thanks, and God bless. We now return to Building the Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Essex. It was quite a moment. The Holy Father went to confession at St. Peter's, and he spoke of the importance of those who would go to confession and 
to, in essence, kind of scrutinize their hearts to bring that forward, and that the confessor should not be afraid to really probe what is taking place in the heart of that person, and if necessary, not to be afraid to consult an exorcist. He actually said that. Sometimes there are those things that will not only our internal wounds, but there are forces outside of ourselves that can cause us to suffer. And that, that the priest should help that person by seeking his, uh, one of his brothers who is an exorcist. I was hoping that through this introduction of the three scrutinies of the church, that the church's recognition of Satan as well as sin could be brought forward for several of the final days of Lent. That the activity of Satan in the world today is so enormous. All of this evil that has come into the world just can't possibly only be human evil. There is a spirit of evil. That recognition of an evil, a devil, who is bringing about the chaos, the confusion, violence, human degradation, when it reaches this depth of misery and war and violence and killing, what is the object of the devil and his desire? It's the same as happened when Cain killed his brother. The, the devil wants to kill us. And that's what he did with Jesus. He stirred up the very central act of this whole season of Lent is that he is going to kill goodness. When you look into your heart and you examine weakness, sinfulness, you also will discover demons that will be active in every human heart, every heart, and especially those who strive for holiness. There is a head-on clash. When we begin to scrutinize under the power of the Holy Spirit what is going on in our hearts, every human heart, there is a head-on collision between the forces of good, Jesus, and the forces of evil, the devil. Christ in our hearts and the Antichrist, Satan. They are in a head-on collision to take over each and every soul, each and every heart. When our Holy Father goes and centralizes in St. Peter his own soul to the whole church, what a beautiful example to make people aware of the conflict at this time, to become more aware, fathers, you priests, of that clash that's going on in you, 
in every deacon, in every Catholic mother and father, the darkness that is taking place within you. Once you become aware of that clash in your own soul, then you'll be aware of what's happening in your son, in your daughter, as they go to school or when they go away to college or when they get into their marriages, how violently each person is being attacked. Mother Church, during this time, says to her elect, but how we can take this same time that is leading us up to Easter to examine these and scrutinize those weaknesses, those sinfulnesses, and those tendencies in each of our hearts. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you, Pope Francis, for teaching us all. He is teaching us by example. He is not teaching us by dictating on a mountain. He is teaching us by going to confession. When he, and from the first moment that he has been elected our Pope, when he asks, pray for me, and I really mean that, you pray for me, as well as I promise I will pray for you, that we all need during this time of Lent to be prayed for and to be strengthened. The church in her great love is praying for her elect. Let us pray for these elect whom the Christ and the church has confidently chosen. May they successfully complete that long preparation and at the time that they are coming to this Paschal feast, find Christ, their Savior and their Lord in these sacraments. Then she begins to plead that they may ponder the word of God in their hearts and that they may see, savor its meaning more fully day by day. Let us pray to the Lord. May each and every person who is listening, may you go more deeply and scrutinize into your heart where you will find Jesus already there wanting to assist you and defend you and help you. Unlike the elect who have not yet received him into their hearts by baptism, are preparing to receive him, you have received him. May you re recognize him there. May you also recognize as you are going deeply into your heart that that opponent, the Antichrist, wants to dislodge Jesus in the center of your heart. And if he has, may the Holy Spirit come deeply into your heart to reveal that to you and to cast out sin and to cast out Satan. And if it needs the help of an exorcist, not to be afraid 
to consult one. What a magnificent time of renewal. And for me, what our Holy Father has done is encourage in my own life. 55 exorcists graduated from the Pope Leo Thirteenth School for Exorcism in November of 2015. There are 52 exorcists that are being prepared now in this school of Pope Leo Thirteenth, and they will graduate this coming November 2017. When the Holy Father says today, don't be afraid to consult an exorcist. How many dioceses in the United States, in Canada, and around the world do not have exorcists? How important that work is to be able to deliver the soul of our brothers and sisters from the power of Satan. Thank you, Chris, for that information. It, I yeah. think it's really important, too, to note that the Holy Father implored us to go to those priests. It wasn't as much, as he said, for us to go to each other, as much as it is for us to go to the Bride of Christ, to go to the church in that communal prayer within the context of the liturgy. I mean, whether it's the sacrament of reconciliation, but also to recall that in an exorcism, that is a liturgy of the church. And there's a protection and a power in that. It, that's important to note at this time, isn't it, Monsignor? And also to what you're saying with regard to the church. The church herself has these scrutinies. The church herself recognizes that not only sin is blocking and destroying the soul of the elect, but Satan himself has taken it over. And so the, the dislodging of Satan from the soul is through baptism. That's the ordinary way by which Satan is driven out. But that the priest and, and his power in the sacrament of reconciliation has that power. If they re-enters, that, that power is under the power of the priest and under the power of the bishop as the chief exorcist of the diocese. And so this ceremony of the scrutinies takes place all over the world. The dislodging of Satan, especially during this time of Holy Week, is enormous because the church, in her great wisdom, has had these in place, the scrutinies. Every bishop has to recognize there is the Satan who's coming against us. Every bishop has to recognize, even though he may not yet have appointed an exorcist for his diocese. And I think this Sunday, and I would like to point out from now on, as we continue on our road and our journey, I would like to point out again and again in these, in these uh, pro programs and in these radio talks that that is what uh, that is what the church is doing all over the world. And Satan uh, is rocking under the power of the church, rocking under the power of Jesus in the church and through the church to drive him out of souls, 
so that he can be that living water, so that he can be the light of life for the blind, and he can be life conquering death, especially as we approach Easter, that this will not be an empty ceremony. He is risen in every soul throughout the world by the power of Jesus Christ. He has conquered sin. He has conquered Satan. And he has conquered death. And this coming Easter, Alleluia, Alleluia. You've been listening to Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com, or you can find it within the free Discerning Hearts app. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, which is to offer rock-solid and authentic spiritual formation freely to souls around the world. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com. And join us next time for Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essef.